This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. They were together for an important dinner, the Passover. It was a somber time. Jesus was focused intently on giving them information. And this time was different. I mean, different than when he spoke in, in parables to them, knowing that they weren't ready to understand or, or that they couldn't understand. You know, like in the account in John chapter 6, verses 41 through 65, when Jesus tells the crowds that he is the bread of life, and they, eat, they that eat of the bread will live. They just didn't understand. But they ask a great question there of Jesus. Even though they were confused about the bread and, and, and all of that, they asked Jesus, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Verse 69. That was a great question. But this time was different. You know, they were sitting there in this room with a man that they saw calm the storm on the sea, command the creation to yield to his will. Mark chapter 4. Where there, they ask a, a really stupid question, quite honestly. They ask, Master, carest thou not that we perish? Verse 38. And to that question, Jesus responded. That, his, that question showed that they had very little faith. And this time was different. And they seemed to know it. There was an urgency about this time. This was a time that was just for them. Jesus had already told them that he was going to be killed. Matthew chapter 26, verses 6 through 13 and verse 18. And this was the Passover. It was a time for the lamb, Jesus the lamb, to be sacrificed. And there was much left to say. And Jesus needed them to understand how important they would be to each other. And so he washed their feet. John chapter 13, verses 5 through 20. He needed them to know that their lives would be changed forever. Not just because he was leaving, but because if he was coming, the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Holy Spirit that would help them to achieve their purpose to carry on his work without him. John chapter 14, verses 16 through 26. And what was coming? The church. Acts chapter 2. Now, there's a lot to get done in those last few hours before the end started and before that question was obvious. And then there was the question. Jesus and his apostles were seated at the table and the men chose to be part that he had chose to be part of his inner circle. The mood seemed somber. Again, it's the Passover and the feast was being prepared while Jesus and his apostles were reclining at the table. The writer Matthew says in chapter 26, verses 21 and 22, And as they did eat, he said, Verily I say unto you that one of you shall betray me. And they were exceedingly sorrowful, and began every one of them to say unto him, Lord, is it I? And verse 25 says, Then Judas, which betrayed him, answered and said, Master, is it I? The same account is given in Mark 14, verses 12 through 21, where Jesus says the same. And here, however, Mark gives his reaction. They began to be sorrowful and to say unto him one by one, Is it I? And another said, Is it I? In verse 19. Luke chapter 22, verse 23 says, And they began to inquire among themselves, which of them it was that should do this thing. And then John gives a few extra details of a private conversation between Jesus and Judas in chapter 13, verses 
24 through 30, in which after Jesus declared that one of them would betray him, the disciples looked one on another, doubting of whom he spoke, verse 22. But then Jesus handed Judas the bread he had dipped in the oil and told him to go and to do it quickly. And Judas left. But interestingly, none of the disciples suspected it was Judas, verse 28 and 29. They assumed Jesus had sent him to buy items for the feast. Each of these writers were there, in that room, and the Holy Spirit guided their hand in writing these accounts, pointing out the important points and pulling together what happened that night. But the commonalities are clear. You know, there was a question, and I believe very different motivations for that question. You know, there were the innocent, like John and Peter, who asked Jesus candidly who it was. Was it I? And the accounts that tells us every one of them asked, every one of them asked, is it I? As if they did not know. And probably not. They'd just seen Jesus calm the waves in the storm, and, and he had seen their hearts. He knew their minds and their questions and their thoughts before they did. So it was a fair question. They wanted to know if they were about to do something unspeakable, uh, unthinkable, uncharacteristic. And they were afraid and wanted to know, is it I? You know, David admitted to God in Psalms chapter 139, verses 1 through 4, Thou knowest my downsitting and mine uprising. Thou understandest my thoughts afar off. Thou, thou compasseth compasseth my path and my laying down and art acquainted with all my ways. There is not a word in my mouth, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it altogether. And here these men, they were admitting the same. You know my heart, my intention, better than I know myself. But there was one other, right? There was the guilty one who asked for a different reason, I think, maybe to find out if Jesus knew that it was him, that, that he had already made that bargain. His choice was already made. And in that betrayal and in that bargain, Judas declared that Jesus was not the Son of God. But isn't it true? Isn't it true that in asking that question, is it I? Judas learned that Jesus is the Son of God because Jesus knew and because Jesus did not stop him. You know, that's a, they ask a lot of good questions, the apostles, but this is a really great question, I think. Really, is it I? I mean, it's one that I think that probably I should ask myself from time to time. Is it I? Because it prompted those closest to Jesus to consider their hearts, their lives, their choices, and who they really are. And then admit that, that God knew them better than they knew themselves. And I think it's a really good question. I think for me, I think for us, I mean, when I consider my life and my choices each and every day, it's a really great question. Because too often it's, you know, it's easy to think that God doesn't see, that, that God doesn't know that it's me. And each in that room that sat with Jesus 
just like us? We know better than that, don't we? He knows our hearts. He knows our thoughts even before we say them. Even those questions, is it I? And it is for this. Taking a moment to ask, it is for this that I bow my knees today. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.